Yes, you are tuned into the What's the Matter with Me podcast. My name is John. I'm 40 years old. I have MS. I'm a father and husband, small business owner, radio DJ, podcaster. Right now, I'm like 40 days into this coronavirus quarantine. I don't know, week five at school. Anyhow, it just feels like we're inside forever. I think you all know what I'm talking about. So, I wanted to get in touch. uh, I have had some stuff on my mind. First, I want to bring in this idea of non-discrimination. It's defined by the World Health Organization as the principle of non-discrimination seeks to guarantee that human rights are exercised without discrimination of any kind based on race, color, sex, language, religion, political or other opinion, national or social origin, property, birth or other status, such as disability, age, marital and family status, sexual orientation, gender identity, health status, place of residence, economic and social situation. That was defined by the Committee on Economic, Social, Cultural Rights in 2009. So that... You know, this whole outbreak is going on. It's made me think about the value of disabled life. You know, first, that a disabled life is worth living. I think it's obvious my life rules, you know, and it's worth living. I I mean, it's my life. You can't take it from me. So why think about this stuff well i read this article called i will not apologize for my needs by ari neiman in the new york times march 23rd 2020 he writes times of crisis ask us who we are as a country as hospitals prepare for shortages in ventilators and other scarce medical resources, many people with disabilities are worried about the answer to that question. In Italy, doctors are already rationing access to care on the basis of age and disability, and the Washington Post reports that many states are considering how to implement similar rationing measures here. Though most everyone would agree doctors may deny care that is unlikely to benefit a patient, there may soon be too many patients of urgent need of life-saving treatment and too few resources to treat them all. Italian clinical guidelines have called for the presence of co- the presence of comorbidity and functional status to be evaluated as considerations in the allocation of resources 
as a relatively brief progression in healthy patients could become longer and thus more resource consuming on the healthcare system in the case of elderly, fragile, or patients with severe comorbidity. The idea is both straightforward and concerning. Patients with disabilities may require more resources than the non-disabled. In a crisis, the non-disabled can be saved more efficiently, and as a result, when doctors must choose between the disabled and non-disabled patient with similarly urgent levels of need, the non-disabled patient should get priority since they will recover more quickly, freeing up scarce resources. Adopting such an approach would be a mistake even in a crisis, authorities should not abandon non-discrimination. By permitting clinicians to discriminate against those who require more resources, perhaps more lives would be saved, but the ranks of the survivors would look very different, biased toward those who lacked disabilities before the pandemic. Equity would have been sacrificed in the name of efficiency. So skipping down here, and it's kind of pretty radical, I think. At its core, these debates are about value. The place, the value we place on disabled life and the value we place on disability non-discrimination. When Congress passed the Americans with Disabilities Act 30 years ago, did it do so as a form of charity limited to times of plenty? Or was our country serious about disability as a civil rights issue? Charity can end when resources are scarce. Civil rights must continue. Even if doing so imposes a cost in time, money, and even lives, people with disabilities have an equal right to society's scarce resources even in a time of crisis. So Ari Neiman is a, Ari Neiman is a visiting scholar at the Lurie Institute for Disability Policy at Brandeis University and a doctoral student in health policy at Harvard University. He's at work on a book on the history of American disability advocacy. So this person is like a hero. Ari Neiman, I gotta connect with that person. That he is onto something, right? When am I? I'm just like blah blah blah. But disabled life is worth living. Reading this as an MS patient freaked me out. I'm not gonna lie, that was back in March. I was, I had been sequestered at that point in the house for 10 days, and I'm still here. You know, it's a, it's a month later, after. So I've been thinking about that disabled life is worth living, my life is worth living. I think that a um, society that's been edited 
because of discrimination is not a kind of society that I'm looking at. I want, I want our society. I want everyone in it. And just because people are this or that, I don't want them edited out of our society. And so I'm concerned. You know, and so I, I, it's a personal issue that is also a civil rights issue. Anyway, shout outs to my parents. My mom said that I sounded bummed out on the last episode. So I hope this wasn't too much of a bummer. And I'm not bummed out. I'm here at the house. We got a lot of love and a lot to be thankful for. So... I'm doing fine, and I'm very lucky. So, you know, stay safe. I want to give a shout-out to Brian. Thank you for listening. And everybody else, thank you for listening. Catch you next time. Check out What's the Matter With Me on What's the Matter With Me.org. Apple Podcasts, and everywhere you get podcasts, you can get it from there. Write me an email. I'll give you a shout out. My email address is john at hoppinworld.com. It's J O H N at hoppinworld, H O P P I N W O R L D.com. All right, what's the matter with me? Catch you next time.